Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tom Daly, host of American Biography, and your host today for Agora's The Exchange. This episode, we're here to talk with Steve Guerra of the History of the Papacy podcast. Steve will be joining me in just a bit, but first, I wanted to talk a bit about the work Steve does on the history of the papacy. Steve began his podcast three years ago with a plan to take a thematic approach to contextualizing the rich history of the Popes of Rome, as well as making time for detours and side trips down the back alleys of the Christian Church's early history. Since then, Steve has covered over 500 years of clashing ideologies, rivalrous theologians, and the varying agendas of alternatingly accommodating or prosecutorial emperors. Steve takes a non-religious approach to these examinations, and though the podcast, by necessity, delves into the divine, it's always non-denominational. As he seeks to educate, not indoctrinate, he never endorses or espouses one belief over another. Much more of the story that Steve is telling takes place in the temporal world and involves human actions with human motivations, sometimes benevolent and sometimes misguided. While a focusing point of the narrative is the institution of the papacy, what the listener jumping into the story with no background needs to understand is that the early days of Christianity is very much the Wild West of the Church's history. While the bishops of Rome would eventually claim a neat, direct descent from Jesus' declaration that Peter was the rock upon which he'd build his church, Rome's was not the only claim to legitimacy in the beginning, nor even necessarily the best. But having clearly done his homework, Steve is the happy warrior that throws himself into the hurly-burly in order to try and untangle these disparate threads that, bundled together, obfuscate the history of the early Christian church and the origins of the papacy, both throughout his main narrative and his highly illuminating sidetrack episodes, in which he fleshes out character bios or distills points of interest, which may be tangential to the main story, but fascinating nevertheless. But that's enough for me. Let's hear from the podcaster himself now. And so, I'm pleased to welcome the host of the History of the Papacy podcast, Mr. Steve Guerra. Hello, Steve. Welcome to The Exchange. Well, thank you very much for having me on. Oh, our pleasure. You are, of course, the host of the History of the Papacy podcast, and you are the featured podcast uh, for the month of January for the Agora Podcast Network. How's it feel? It feels great. The coldest month of the year, and I get to be the uh, star of it. Well, let's see if we can't warm up this cold month by putting you on the hot seat. <laughs> okay. So, Steve, 
The history of the papacy just closed out the 5th century. And in your story, Christianity is now 500 years old. What do you take away from the examination of this early formative period for the religion and its institutions? Well, I guess um, we're still a little ways from the end of the 5th century. I guess by the time this comes out, we'll be fairly close to the end of the 5th century. It's um, it's slow going. I think the big change from the thir- end of the 3rd century to the end of the getting into the 5th century is um, just how much it, the religion's gone from a highly persecuted religion to being the religion of state of the Roman Empire. And it's you can see through the writings that there's a lot of people who weren't very comfortable with that and that it was just such a huge culture shock, especially since things back then around the 300s and the 400s, so much is going to change in the Roman Empire too. Absolutely. Um, which I guess leads to the uh, my follow-up question there. Um, you know, you have covered many important individuals so far in the story of Christianity and, and the formation of the papacy. To me, Constantine would seem the obvious answer of who was the most important, but maybe you have a different perspective. I mean, I would say it, in the secular realm is in Constantine was certainly important, but really Theodosius was at least as important as Constantine because he's the one who made all other religions illegal, you know, it made the, um, the practice, especially of paganism illegal. And that was a huge change for the religion and for the, empire as a whole you figure that at theodosius's time nobody really knows the numbers precisely but it's probably maybe 50 percent of the population is christian at most and then you're saying well you know what paganism is outlawed that's a big change and that was that was a pretty bold change i think too now, to my recollection, Theodosius, he was the last guy to rule the West and East together. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, his sons, one of them was Honorius. Yeah. So now, as you've mentioned, um, your story has almost entirely happened within the Roman Empire at, at this point, and you're coming up towards the end of the 5th century. Uh, so 476 is obviously a big year when the West falls. Now, how will this impact the future trajectory of your podcast? You know, that's a great question. It was it was really hard for me as almost as soon as I started doing the podcast. Um, I think it's I just passed three years now It that I didn't want to just focus in on the popes in Rome, that I wanted to make it a bigger project than that. So the upcoming series, we're going to take a look at what was going on in the East, especially in the Far East, um, in Mesopotamia and Persia and beyond. And even right now, the story is, it's still pretty compact. All the major players are still interacting with each other. So even though I am shifting the focus a bit, the popes are still involved. As we get into further, it's going to get pretty tricky 
that's going to be the that's the hardest part that I'm trying to figure out in my mind is how to cover a lot of different uh, stories that are all running parallel to each other. And really, when you start getting past into the six and seven hundreds, then the story becomes a little bit more isolated in the West so that, you know, for the next couple of hundred podcast years, it's going to be difficult but then the story focuses itself, even though a lot, in a lot of ways it'll become more difficult because there'll be more records to go through and that sort of thing. Well, yeah, that sounds like it might actually take you a couple hundred actual years to get <laughs> yeah, through. It looks that way. Now, Steve, you're a teacher, right? Yeah, I am. Did your role as an educator influence your decision to start a podcast? Yeah, I think that was part of it. In a lot of ways, um, in education, you're you have to teach to a curriculum and you have to do a lot of things certain ways. And I think it's fun to be able to use a lot of the skills that I have in a project, especially considering the, for the most part, I teach um, younger kids and they're not so much interested in the type of history that I'm interested in. <laughs> uh, so I think it's fun to talk to a different audience and really get to meet a lot of other people out there who are as interested in something that I am. So it's it's opened up a lot of avenues to meet people from around the world who are just, you know, they're super interested in a topic that I'm super interested in as well. Now, does your profession inform your style as a podcaster? I think in a way that I think about the goals of where I want to go to. And even if I have to take a meandering route to get there, it is, it's a little bit more challenging because in the type of teaching that I do, it's a lot more interactive than, say, um, other types of teaching where maybe you're a college professor and you are just giving a lecture. And that's why I've really wanted to try and make it as interactive as possible through the Facebook page and through the website. And it's, um, it is kind of difficult because you're putting these things out here and you don't know who's going to listen to it or not. But I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that as people listen, they're at least having, you know, if they're thinking about it themselves and maybe yelling at me through their headphones or thinking of a question that they have, I, I hope that it is interactive. Now, your podcast is titled The History of the Papacy and Christian Church. So the universe of what you're taking on is, frankly, mammoth. And if the sheer size wasn't daunting enough, your subject is sprawling. And as you've touched upon, zigzags in different directions, sort of all at the same time. Now, when you get into the weeds of the different sects and competing Christian theologies, or the changing balance of power between the pagans and Christians, how do you deal with all this complexity? You know, it's pretty, it, it gets pretty difficult at times, because especially, I'm, I'm sure you find it out in your own podcast, and probably every podcaster has, there's a, a feeling that you want to constantly move forward, but you read something new that gives you a new perspective on things and you want to revisit it. So that adds another layer to it that I've grown not too, uh, too afraid to go back and revisit things. And I think also, especially with that, I've, as I've read more about like certain heresies and you see that there's a little, there's some new research into it. That's added a little nuance to it or something that I haven't thought about, or, you know, in the sources that I've read up to this point made me think about something new. 
I feel like I'm not tied to doing any one particular way of doing this, so I can go back and go over things. And I also think that in in this medium where it's constantly moving forward, you almost have to review a lot so that everybody's on the same page. I mean, a lot of people out there, they're listening to 40, 50 different podcasts in a day, and that's just their podcast diet, let alone what they're reading and what they're watching on TV or movies. So I think it's it's kind of important to always be reviewing and refocusing the, the listener on we're talking about in this podcast. So was trying to keep track of all these competing movements part of the impetus behind your sidetrack episodes? Yeah, definitely. There's so much of the material that with the with the main narrative part of it that the way I see the sidetrack episodes, if you don't want to listen to them, you really don't have to. But if you want to learn a little bit more about it, about a particular subject that was in the main episodes or some of the sidetrack episodes provide some background or context that would help you understand the narrative episodes more. But if you really don't want to, you don't have to. Uh, I, it seems like a lot of the podcasts these days are trying to find different ways to branch out and cover detail that doesn't quite fit into the topic, but still, still fun or still would be interesting to tell. Well, it's funny you say you don't have to listen to them, but we highly recommend that you do. Yeah, you should you should listen to them. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's especially funny because the number of sidetrack episodes you have uh, nearly equals the number of episodes in your main narrative. Yeah, it's pretty close. But this makes sense at this point at the nearing the end of the fifth century, doesn't it? But what I mean is the Pope is is really just a sideshow at the moment. He's not the only game in town in terms of church leadership, and the Pope might be a rising centripetal force in the year 500, but he's nothing like what he's going to be in 1200. So at this point, isn't the story really with this messy, interscene theological warfare within Christendom rather than the papacy itself? Yeah, I think so. And I think that's the story that I want to tell more so than just a listing of popes, you know, this pope was born on this date and died on that date, and this is what happened. I think that that would still be an interesting podcast, but pulling in how all these other how all these other factors helped get the papacy from where it was in the one hundreds a d to where it was in the sixteen hundreds versus what it is now, you really need to talk about all those other things. To get to put some meat on the bones of the story. Now, I think I should just take a, a moment to make an important distinction that I probably should have before. Because I've used the term theological a few times so far. But your podcast isn't a religious podcast by any means. It's a podcast about the historical development of a religion. Now, how do you maintain that important balance of keeping it that way? You know, I've worked really hard to not put any of religious convictions in it, and that's one of the reasons why I really didn't do too much on the the very earliest with the historical Jesus or anything. I did one one little episode about that, but I think it's really the story after that 
is, is that what becomes what the papacy is going to be. And, and as it progresses through history, I think some of the other religious history shows about religion, they sometimes cut too much out of the theology aspect. But I think that that's critical to understand and to talk about in order to talk about the political history, because you really can't, you can't separate the two. If you don't talk about what the theological fight was at the Council of Ephesus, the political end of it really doesn't make any sense at all. So sometimes you, I feel like, yeah, I'm going into the weeds with the theological context. You know, I've, I've really tried to not take a side on it or um, anything like that. But it is it is important to talk about because it really informs everything that happens. Now, you said something interesting there. You, you mentioned the uh, historicity of Jesus. Uh, now, you've covered a number of individuals' lives, both directly and indirectly in your story so far. But the one individual you haven't is Jesus himself. Now, I've mentioned that this was the hot seat earlier. What I want to ask you now is, was your choice not to do that a sort of commentary on the historicity of Jesus? And if not, would you like to share your thoughts on that with the Agora listeners right here on The Exchange? <laughs> That's I'm that I think that really gets to the real point of the show. I think that was a decision I made really early that I was going to start talking about Jesus and going into the historical Jesus, but I think I'd still probably be doing those episodes right now. There's so much scholarship on on that from every religious angle, every secular angle, every academic angle. It's just it's absolutely mind blowing how much material there is out there. So I kind of feel like it was a good move to get past that because then if I didn't, if I really dug into that, I'd never get to anything else. That really is a, it probably is a podcast show in and of itself. As far as where I stand on the historical Jesus, actually in my show and, um, We've done a couple of episodes about that and discussions with Gary Stevens from the History in the Bible podcast, where we have talked about the historical Jesus. I would, I would go with the angle, and I think many scholars take this angle that there probably was somebody named Jesus who lived in the early first century AD. I think beyond that, it's anybody's guess what the real uh the the rest of the story is on that it might be worth just taking a vow of silence yeah <laughs> but uh well let's wrap up now on a lighter note because that one was sort of heavy what are some of the favorite podcasts you listen to what's on your ipod you know i listen i probably like a lot of the people in the history podcasting community at most of my podcasts are history related, but I do listen to some um, food related podcasts and some economics podcasts. But really, I mean, I'm probably like everybody else out there, Revolutions always winds up high on the list. Obviously, 
10 U.S. presidents and when diplomacy fails, your own American biography podcast. I listened to it just today. Aren't you sweet? <laughs> and of course, the, um, the history of England podcast. I mean, there's just a lot of great podcasts out there. True. One last thing I think before we go that we ought to mention. Now, we're not strangers. Uh, we pretty much actually talk almost every day. Uh, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> several times yeah. a day. One thing I ought to mention though is we have done a collaboration before. Um, I think it was just this past November. We released a special about Pope Francis's visit to the United States. We, I called it Pope and Fresh. You put something very serious on your your feed, I believe. But um, we should probably re-release that for Agora. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think so. It was a great interview with um, your friend Steve Sterling, and uh, he really had a unique perspective on the whole papal uh, trip. Yeah, Steve Sterling is a reporter for the New Jersey Star-Ledger newspaper, and he covered the uh, papal motorcade across New Jersey and uh, then attended uh, a mass held by Francis in Philadelphia. So he had a really up-close and personal perspective, and um, I think the Agora listeners might appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely do. And if, uh, you know, I would say if anybody had any comments or if they had their own personal perspectives on it, that would be really awesome to share. I, I know I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, and they can leave it on the Agora Podcast Network Facebook page or Twitter or Reddit page. All right, Steve. Now, I think I've taken up enough of your time today. Thank you very much for joining me. I'm going to let you off the hot seat now. Thank you for enduring my questions. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Do you have any plugs that you'd like to make? Well, if, you, um, if you'd if you like to learn more about the show, you can go to the website, which is a2zhistorypage.com. That's A-T-O-Z-HistoryPage.com. And you can always email me at steve at a2zhistorypage.com and all the usual spots like Facebook and Twitter. And I'm kind of now on Reddit too through Agora. So we'd, um, I think at Agora, they'd really like to, we'd like to see the Reddit pick up. And I think that's a interesting new way to, for people to get together and talk about things. Very good. Well, thanks again. You have yourself a good day. You too. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Now make sure you check out the History of the Papacy podcast. And while you're at it, you can keep up with the rest of our shows by liking Agora on Facebook or following at Agora Podcasts on Twitter. So until next time, I'm Tom Daly for The Exchange, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu.